I'm here today to tell you if you want to do something, you should do it. And today, we want to talk about PJ Harvey's newest album, I Inside the Old Year Dying. We are Blender Style, and we do what we want. Cheers, Cheers, boys. Cheers, gentlemen. I fucking love you guys. I herpes, you guys. So, I can't say I've always been a PJ Harvey fan. I've always known about PJ Harvey, but I have not stayed up with everything that she has done as an artist, you know. Uh, she does many different things uh, as an artist, you know. She, I wouldn't say she's just a musician. She is an artist. But there are records by her that, you know, I, I definitely love. And uh, I knew that it had been a while since she came out with a record, and she just came out with this new record, and I wanted to listen and get our first responses of uh, PJ Harvey. Uh, so, dude, I always thought PJ Harvey was just like pop music. <laughs> I just, because it's in the 90s, and I was listening to death metal, and it just, if it sounded remotely not heavy, I was not about it. Ironically, I was listening to like Tori Amos and shit like that. So I w this should have been in my wheelhouse, but I just skipped it the whole time. I've never listened to PJ Harvey. Mm -hmm. I, as soon as I started listening to this, I'm like, what the fuck? This is not what I was expecting. Uh huh. And bro, I went hard in the paint. I started listening to everything PJ Harvey. I was that's like, awesome. I fucking missed out. Yeah, I told it. Awesome. So I missed out on PJ Harvey. And this is my first uh, entry into her music and i want to thank you for picking it because oh this, hell yeah man this was kind of a, a righteous jam dude and we'll get into it casey yeah. so i've been a fan of pj harvey ever since the uh, flagpole Sita song and so i was really looking forward to this and then it's i realized I the same band it's not it's not <laughs> yeah so i never listened to pj harvey that's danger harvey harvey danger harvey danger, danger. Yeah. yeah uh did not know that when when nathan picked this um so this is my first foray into PJ Harvey. As well. I, I might have heard PJ Harvey in passing, but never paid attention. Same, yeah. Um, and this wasn't in my wheelhouse. I wasn't into Tori Amos and or any of that stuff. It's weird to. I, I mean, I wouldn't compare it to Tori Amos, but that I understand why you would say Tori Amos. For sure. Well, why you gotta get all snobby about it? No, no, no. I, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Tori, uh, like, I mean, PJ Harvey to me has a little bit more Patty Smith. Uh, I feel that word. Okay. A little more like punk influence, rock, blues kind of influence. So what uh, genre, dude? What do you even call this? I, uh, uh, Neo-folk, I, I think is what Wikipedia says. Yeah. I, I honestly couldn't place this. I had a hard time with this one. You didn't like it? Um, I, I wouldn't say that I didn't like it. I would say that... It's I, challenging for sure. It's very challenging. Um so, I, I mean, I had a hard time with um, the uh, Fiona Apple album that we did. Oh, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Um, and so, for me, it, it's weird. Like, like That's more accessible than this. Well, and so, like, so this style of music, I feel like I, I like Nicole Atkins. Um, I like the Venom Morris album that we reviewed, but I feel like it took me so long to get into those. Um, and this one, I just don't think I gave it enough time. Um it was so hard, especially with the cycle that we were on. I feel like there were two really good albums with this, and then this was kind of the downer to me. Hmm. Uh, and so it was really hard for me to like get into. 
and really? Grunge. Yeah. So it is challenging to get it. And the first song doesn't make it easy. No. Prayer at the Gate. Well, and so I went back and listened to a couple PJ Harvey songs, and the voice that she does in this is what the big turnoff for this. She uses a lot of like very. Well, abrasive. she tries to not use her PJ Harvey voice. I read an interview, and it huh. makes perfect sense because it's really high in this one as compared to her other albums. She does some like falsetto, like yeah. almost like BG stuff, like layered vocals and stuff that are going on as well. Mm-hmm. And I, it's very really, bizarre music, but it's uh, I really liked it. Like uh, the first song reminded me of Portishead a little bit. Okay, I've never because listened to like Portishead. the. It's hard to describe what the percussion's like. It's almost like wind chime, like or it's like creaky. It reminds me of like a ship, like creaking. A so lot it's of the, very atmospheric. It's like yes. it brings you to like. Uh, it feels like you're somewhere. Yeah. Like in the wherever she's from, the county in England, where they speak this weird dialect of English, which this all the lyrics are in, and uh, bro. At first, I was like, what is she fucking saying? Dude? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's the thing that bugged me because I didn't know that until you brought that up. So to me, I was just like, I don't know what's with this pitch and this dialect and this like vocal timing. Like, you remember the very first time you listened to Snot and uh, Lynn's vocals were almost off kilter in time with like where the musical placement should be? Listening to this, I was like, I don't know what's going on. This doesn't make sense to me. And it took me... It was so hard to get into. I do know that some of this is somewhat improvised. Okay. Really? And that would make and sense. And it doesn't, I mean, it does make sense for her because it was one of the producers is John Parrish, which is uh, a person she's worked with since, you know, like the 90s even, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, so I can see how they would maybe, you know, improvise some of this stuff. You know what I mean? Why not, right? I mean, they've been working together for a while. I I love how atmospheric it is. Um, I do it like how you like it takes you somewhere. It takes me to like a dream. I love some of the vocal layering. That it's is like going dreamy, on. yeah. Um, I do like that. Uh, it is you know I I don't know how much of it is improvised. I just read that some of it is improvised, and I love things like that. It is very like ethereal. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like ear. The more I listen to it, the more I like it. You know what I mean? And the, I guess it's based on this this poem she wrote. This epic poem. It's like multi page. Um, it talks about Elvis and Shakespeare. And then she, what was interesting? I was talking to my girlfriend about it, and I said she, I said uh, in this P.J. Harvey album, she says like "Love Me Tender" mm-hmm. multiple times in different songs. And she's like, "Oh, that's an Elvis song." I was like. Bro, she talks about Elvis, too. Okay. So there's like some... And that's what I mean. Like The more I get into it and you start understanding the dialect, I'm like, there's a lot here. It's like a very interesting project. So I feel like there was a missed opportunity for the flow between this because I feel like each one of these songs abruptly stops, which is something that kind of bugged me. And there was like this missed opportunity to flow. Um, Uh, I could see that. um, And maybe that makes sense if it's based off this multi-page poem where each song is based off of a page or I think it's like loosely based maybe but I feel like there's just like this missed there's like this disconnect between tracks on this that kind of bugged me about it can I say something real quick because I wrote it it it's too much atmosphere at times that it honestly sounds like the band like fell asleep (laughs) so it's like almost kind of like it is abruptly it's like it's gone and then it's gone to a point where it's like well there's no more going it's like if you saw it live you'd be like 
or did they finish playing the song? Well, you know they finished because they'd stop and give a 20 minute break before the next song. But you know what I mean? They would just yeah. kind of like meander away and then meander yeah, it's back. Like every like, song fades out. It seems like I it's kind of done too. a little lazy. It's a little lazy at times, it seems to me. Uh, I think it's very lyric focused. Yeah, that's the highlight for me. Is like, I have no idea what any of this is about. I love it though. I love. See, I feel like it, it might be lyric focused, but I didn't read up on any of the lyrics. But I feel like the music on this was really good. The instrumentation on this it's was good. really yeah. really good. But the vocals and the lyric. Well, I didn't listen to the lyric or I didn't read the lyrics. But the, but the vocals, vocals on this are what lost it for me. She, it's weird. It is. It's very weird. Every song, and I like it that every song is kind of different. Okay. Like she's like doing the falsetto one of them she has an effect on her voice uh -huh. like I a vibrato or whatever or like a what what effect is that a chorus i don't like know like a core like a hall or a, yeah like it a, reminds me of uh where the slime lives by uh morbid angel okay <laughs> <laughs> he uses they use the same effect yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh i love it dude uh -huh. i like it's just it's bizarre it's weird as shit dude um and the more i listen to it the more i like because then you start to become familiar with it because yeah for sure and uh, dude, I I went and listened to Desert Sessions, the album she played on on Desert Sessions. I listened to her old stuff, watching the interviews. You know, dude, because this album turned me off of everything PJ Harvey. It's yeah. weird that you and I have a different experience well, on this, and then and then we did Marduk, and yeah. it's like the opposite. Well, what's so going the, on? And so this is a weird thing. So like, I I on my notes I I wrote on this that. Like when this was playing in the background and I wasn't paying attention to it, it was better to me than when I was really kind of focusing on it. Really? I feel like this falls apart when I try to like analyze it as a background uh, music going on. It's fairly decent. It's actually pretty good. But I feel like once I try to analyze it, it there's this the, this cohesion's not there. Um, mm. Kind of like a dream. Kind of, yeah, and all yeah, almost like yeah, when you're dreaming and like you go from one place to the other, and you're just like, I don't know where, how the hell. And I I'm got not here. gonna, I'm not gonna think too hard into it. Yeah, well, and maybe that's my thing because like when I was like really paying attention, I overanalyzed it and I thought really hard into it, and it just didn't make sense to me. And it, it doesn't really pull your attention too much. It doesn't, and that's why I'm saying it works so good as like a background. Whereas like Fiona Apple like keeps like yeah, keeps, I feel like Fiona Apple has so many weird like nuances to it that peak like little your hooks. ear yeah. that you have to like it draws you back like even if you're not paying attention it has something that just like snaps you back into the present mm -hmm. where this like Nathan said this is like a dream you kind of you could listen to this in daydream and just not even care about it and it's there it's kind of nice though it's weird I usually don't me. like music that can but I did pay attention to it okay and it to me it's better if you focus on it see I couldn't get into the focus ah, I think it's rad dude. <laughs> I think I think it's a little bit of both I think he how do you think it compares to other PJ Harvey stuff you being a fan uh, I literally just wrote down like it's not what I fell in love with uh, PJ Harvey but uh I really like rid of me it's a great record. It was the first record I really kind of got when, into. When is so, that one? Is that early, late? Early. Yeah. Uh, well, not too early. I would say probably early 2000s, maybe late 90s. I don't know. We're going to have to... When I first discovered her, I was really into her, like, her earlier stuff. And then I kind of just... She has quite a few albums, and she does. she's pretty active. Uh, so I haven't kept up with everything. So, But no, like it's not like the PJ Harvey that I kind of fell in love with. I kind of liked a little bit more like... It's more Boozier, accessible, punkier, yeah. like uh, more radical, more like, like Nick Cave uh, adjacent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, 
and her duet with him or whatever, or whatever you want to call it, is obviously like one of the best of all times. Really, I would agree. I, I would. I, I well, I would agree. I would agree with myself for sure. So if you really, you know, you really got into this one, Matt. Like, I mean, I'm interested. Like, what did you rate it? Uh, dude, I give it. Let me look at my notes. I give it a four point two out of five. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I'm going to keep listening to this. For sure. I yeah. feel like this is one I'm going to come back to. My rating will probably go up. Um, my favorite thing about doing Blender Style is music discovery. Like we did Morrissey. You know, we've done a lot of bands I would otherwise not get into. And this would have just went Same. by my radar. Or if I listened. As a pop artist. Yeah. Or I would have listened to it once and got through like half the first song and be like, this isn't for me. <laughs> and just kind of missed out. So the fact that I was able to go through this, I just love doing this shit with you guys. Uh, this is one of those highlight discoveries for me. And I'm going to like, when we're looking back at our history of doing the show, this is going to be one I'm like, dude, that like, I'm glad I discovered that, that made it all worth it in the long run. Matt all trying to fucking make us cry over PJ Harvey and shit. <laughs> I'm going to wear a PJ Harvey shirt. Casey, your first foray as well into PJ Harvey. Your rating, sir? I I gave it a 3.4. I got to give it for what it is. Respect. I, I don't like it, but I understand where it's from. And I feel like with more time, I might end up where you're at with it. Maybe a deeper dive. I kind of went back and listened to a couple older PJ Harvey songs. And I feel like I like them better. The big downfall for me with this was just it didn't feel cohesive enough. And that higher register that she sings in through this whole thing just annoyed the crap out you of like me. You like orbs. I do. But I feel like <laughs> I feel like orbs is raw for the sake of he can't sing any better than that. <laughs> Where we know PJ Harvey could do better than this. Okay. Really? I feel like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's just where I'm at. I feel like maybe with more time, this this will grow on me. But as of right now. 3.4, I'll give it credit for what it is, but to me, it's just not something I would probably go back to. What Nathan. about you, Nathan? Like, this is a 4.0, man. I think it's a really great record. I feel it is cohesive in the sense of that it is random. It's cohesively random, which I know that this makes no sense. <laughs> uh, she's like, but it, she's dabbling within like a context that makes it all connect together. Yeah, I, I just think uh, she's a great artist, great songwriter. I think these uh, these artists work well together, and uh, I think they will continue to always make good records. 4.0, it's not my favorite, obviously, but I'm so pumped that I'm like checking in with the artist PJ Harvey in 2023 with a new record, and I'm still like so stoked on it. Stoked, you know what right? I mean? That's, that's the longevity and like being true to yourself and shit. That's punk rock, dude. That's awesome. Do you think it's going to make your top uh, list of 2023? No. Actually, 2023 is going to be kind of a hard one for me. I've thought about it. 2023 is kind of stacked already, though. I've, dude, if you want to find out, subscribe. We are Blender Style. That was the newest by PJ Harvey. Uh, thank you. Like and subscribe. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. I spit into the can.